Welcome to the Fit and Healthy Denver podcast, where we discuss all things revolving around health, fitness, and wellness in the amazing state of Colorado. So you can get behind the scenes information from industry insiders, special events, and more. Coming up is our host, physical therapist and strength coach, Dr. Jamie Beauvais. And here we go. Today, we're going to talk about the age old question heat versus ice. I know many of you have had this question before, and this is a question we get almost every week in our clinic. It's, you know, I've sprained my ankle. What should I use, heat or ice? And, you know, we get a lot of variations of that question as well, back pain, shoulder pain, whatever. So this is something that most people don't fully understand or don't understand as well as they could. So I thought today we'd kind of go over these in just a short little episode on the best uses for both. So you know, there is huge debate and a question we frequently frequently get is this question of should I use heat or ice for my pain? Now, there are positives and negatives to both. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, heat versus ice and talk about the options to help with pain and swelling. We'll also discuss the appropriate amount of time to spend on both and how the two can be combined. So let's start with ice. So most of us uh, are going to grab an ice pack right after we experience an injury. We've heard this uh, at growing up, you know, a ball hitting us when we're playing baseball or running around spraining an ankle when we're a kid, you know, your mom or dad may go grab that ice pack. So many of us know that ice is generally used right away to help with inflammation. It does this by slowing down the blood flow and, infl and inflammation, reducing swelling and pain. And sometimes our patients tell us and believe this to be the be all end all of pain relief. However, what some don't realize is that inflammation can be a good thing. It's actually one of the four stages of healing. So more recently, medical practitioners have been debating the benefits of ice. Um, as our body goes through those four phases of healing after injury, uh, inflammation is the second stage and an important one that allows uh, our bodies to repair cells and to move the area of the wound. The question is, should we really be slowing down this process? It's still up for debate. There is a really interesting book called Iced. I don't remember the author, but um, where a lot of this was questioned and uh, Kelly Starrett was, I believe he gave the foreword in it. And, uh, you know, it just really brings up an interesting idea that maybe icing isn't the best thing for our joints. Um, and so we tend to tell people that ice will decrease your pain. Um, and But use that decrease in pain to try to move that inflamed area in a pain-free way that helps push out the inflammation. Uh, so the only time inflammation is a major problem is when it's going on too long. You know, if, if you're still swelling two days later and it's not going down, uh, that's something to be concerned about. But if you haven't seen any reductions in the swelling by, you know, two days, you probably need to see somebody about it quickly. Uh, so let's move on. The next stage of healing will occur after this stage of inflammation. We want that to start as fast as possible. So there are many forms of ice that can help, including ice packs, cooling sprays, ice massage, ice baths, and they all tend to work pretty well. Uh, I find that ice works best at decreasing pain. Um, opposed, sorry, an ice massage works best to in decreasing pain compared to a typical ice pack. That's where you fill a Dixie cup full of water and let it freeze, and then you rip off the bottom and kind of use it and just kind of move it on the skin. Um, apply it in circular motion. Uh, and that cooling, yes, it'll melt on you a little bit. Um, that cooling kind of motion tends to help a little bit. So that's kind of my quick and dirty on ice. Now let's talk about heat. 
Uh, a lot of our patients tend to use heat because they feel like it makes the muscles feel better and looser. There are different types of heat, moist heat and dry heat. Most of us tend to use dry heat like a heating pad. Moist heat is where maybe you would wrap kind of like a semi-wet towel around that and then put it on your back. Um, both of these work well. It just depends on what you prefer and um, what works the best for you. So um, this can help with things where like the muscles are tight and achy. Um, and you just want to relax those muscles to help you move a little bit better. It doesn't help as much with sharp pain. Um Heat actually can make inflammation worse. So those quick sprains where it just happened, you may not want to put inflammation around there. Um, it works better after that inflammatory phase of healing has already happened. Um, and it helps to improve the circulation and, and promote blood flow to calm down the muscle. Heat can help with um, lots of different types of, but more that chronic achy pain, is it tends to be what it works better for. Um, so what we've noticed is ice helps a lot around joints and heat uh, can help more around muscles. Uh, this may work with most people, but it may not work with your body. You know, this isn't medical advice. This is only observations. Arthritis may be one instance where it could potentially help the joints to feel looser and kind of get some blood flow and moving around a little bit as well. All right, so let's move on. How long should you leave heat or ice on? So you only need to use heat therapy for around 15 to 20 minutes. Um, you can leave it on for longer, but at a certain point, you kind of just have diminishing returns. Um, you know, warm baths also can help. Uh, so it's important to be cautious and not allow heat or ice to be on you too long. Heat, you could burn yourself. Ice, you could actually have an ice burn as well. And especially if, uh, as the ice melts and if there's, uh, like a towel or something like that, it can kind of freeze to your skin and that can cause some damage. So you got to be careful there. Um, so a lot of people will use ice baths, but not typically for pain. That's typically more for uh, sports recovery. And, you know, typically that's you're not going a super long time in that either uh, just because it'll drop your body temperature so much that it may not be great for you. But I think ice baths is a topic for another uh, podcast because there's a lot of interesting information on that. There are some things you need to be careful of with ice and heat. And I do encourage you to look those up. Um, so there's several diseases and open wounds and impairments with sensation and things like that. So be careful of that. Uh, but both heat and ice work well, and they can even be combined together. So if you, let's say, have a wrist that has been strained, you can use what's called, this is my favorite as well, is um, uh, kind of like a submersion in hot contrast bath. So s first put it in hot water. Think warm, not scalding. Uh, and then you put it in cold water and you do that three times, three, or sorry, three minutes hot, three minutes cold, three minutes hot, three minutes cold and work up to around 20, 20 minutes. And this helps to, for, with dilation and constriction of the arteries where they're opening and then closing. And that can help to get incre increased circulation in the area and pump out some of the swelling and really can help with, especially more, those more acute issues, um, that have just happened. So, uh, you can use these things to help with pain. But just realize they're probably not going to help the underlying cause of the pain. And that's really important to, to realize. Heat and ice are not fixes for anything. Um, they are temporary pain reduction techniques um, to get you to the point where you can work on the things that are actually causing the pain. All right, so let's just give a quick summary. So heat is best for chronic pain and muscle soreness. It increases blood flow, promotes relaxation, soothes tight muscles, reduces pain, helps restore movement. You can use it for muscle aches, arthritis, chronic back pain, joint and muscle stiffness, and uh, can be used before exercise to kind of get you moving real well. 
ice is best for chronic pain, uh, or sorry, acute pain, um, and can be used for muscle soreness as well. Um, it helps with relieving inflammation, easing swelling and redness, reducing blood flow. It kind of numbs the pain a little bit and may reduce bruising. You can use this for sprains, strains, after injuries, swelling and bruising, and pulled muscles. So that's a little recap of that heat versus ice controversy. Um, make sure you share this with anybody that you've had this argument with before. And uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Consider giving us a review on uh, your favorite podcast listening app, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you're listening on. And uh, if you'd like more information uh, or just a recap of everything I just talked about, we do have this on our blog. Uh, so if you go to blog or kinetic chain Denver backslash blog, black backslash heat versus ice when to use one over the other, uh, it is there. Or you can just contact us and we'll send it, send it to you as well. We also have an infographic that uh, quickly recaps everything I just talked about. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Stay tuned. We appreciate you listening. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fit and Healthy Denver podcast. Brought to you by Kinetic Chain Denver Physical Therapy. If you know anybody that you think would benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can enjoy all the great information we're bringing you in the next episode.